Here we go. Do you like to start? Sure. Starting in business. That's my dog. Can you fire it? <laughs> I wonder if the mic can pick that up. I don't know. Okay, let's just get all the bodily functions over with. <laughs> I knew I had a burp coming up. I wanted to get it out before we started. Well, you did. Okay. Got it out. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need a minute. Okay. All right. Just need a minute. everyone. Welcome to Frugalicious. I'm Jessica, a nature-loving teacher with an entrepreneurial spirit, and I'm here with my sister, Beth. I'm Beth. I am an English teacher living in Guatemala, and I am a small business supporter. In this podcast, we'll share with you some frugal and fabulous tips, tricks, and life hacks. Don't chase the money. Nope. The money chase you. That's right. Because you're the boss now. Tell the daughters what to do. It's frugalicious. Yeah, it's a movement. We'll find the discounts. Ha. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. All right, welcome to part four, final part in our side hustle series. Today, we get to listen in on an interview Beth does with a friend who started her own business from the ground up. So if you haven't listened to the first three parts in our series, you should go back and listen to them now. Those are episodes 11, 12, and 13. And pay attention. There's a fun plot twist in this interview. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, Victoria. We're so excited to have What's you here today. Up? Yeah. So I've asked my friend Victoria to come into the studio and talk a little bit about starting her own business, which is really exciting. And she has a lot of great tips and thoughts for us mm. today. Before we dive into the meat of the interview, we have a tradition on the podcast called Fast Five. So I've picked five nice. icebreaker questions to ask you. I just want Got you it. to answer first thing that comes to mind off the top of your head. Oh, man. And, um, so much pressure. Just then the audience gets to know you a little bit. Okay. All right. First question. What is the worst style choice you've ever made? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Or one of. One of. Mm-mm-mm. Something that you look back on and you're like, can't believe that I did that. Man, this is hard because I... I have zero regrets. I love every You're phase. You're very stylish, yes. I love every phase. <laughs> oh, if I could think of one thing, oh, what would it be? Okay, I got it. Um, it was a my first dress I ever bought in my entire life. Amazing. I was in grade nine. What did it look like? And it was like? for a funeral. And everyone was making fun of me because I bought a bright orange and pink and yellow dress with like big stripes. Amazing. But I still don't really regret it because I thought I brought some sunshine to the funeral, you know? But, yeah, totally. But I think in the moment, I kind of regretted it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. okay. What is your favorite item that you bought this year? Mmm. Ooh. Oh, I bought that last year. Mike and I were just talking about this. What did we buy? I need to literally look at my house and think. It could be in the past two years. Okay. Our organic linen sheets. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Game Where did changer. you buy from? Etsy. Nice. Eastern Europe. Amazing. So soft. So soft. So Sounds good. temperature, temperature wise, 
wisdom in the temperature. <laughs> like it adjusted well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. What is your favorite mythological animal? Oh. It's a weird one, but I think it's a centaur. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Would you ride on one? I would want to be one. You would want to be one. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That or a. What is it with the lion head, and the with eagle wings? Uh-huh. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Or is it the lion body with the eagle wings? I think it's a, a lion body. A griffin? A griffin? No, a griffin is something no, else. No, it is a griffin. Is it a griffin? It's a griffin. Okay. Okay, griffin, okay. centaur. Sorry, took two. Amazing. That's fine. No problem. Two for one. Two for one. Um, okay, if you could bring back any fashion trend, what oh. would it be? One that's kind of oh my. out of the loop now. Oh, man. What is out of the loop? This is a hard question because I think deeply about these things. I know you do. That's why I, I picked this question. Oh, man. If you pick me like food questions, it'd be so much easier. <laughs> um, what would I bring back? Mm. For example, the bell bottom. Well, that's the thing is that the bell bottoms, they're in. They're in strong. I yeah. feel like all of them were brought back. The trends. See, I'm too Okay, which, too which trend are you happy that has been brought back? Ooh. Maybe that's a good question. I think the loose pants. The loose pants. The flare pants. I'm all about those mom jeans. Yeah, you're not about the skinny jeans. Bring them in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I do like skinny jeans, but both. I love, yeah, both. I just love the big yes. flare pants. And loose pants. just, you can't see, but Victoria is, she's rocking a mom jean today. I'm wearing fancy sweatpants, I call yep. them. Yep. But they're genuine denim. Amazing. Very comfortable. Okay, last question. Mm-hmm. What band would you have play at your funeral, living or dead? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I feel like they, okay, oh, living or dead, that works because they might die before me. Sorry, yes, guys. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, oh, well, yeah, there's so many great artists, but some of them are just too happy. <laughs> but I want you don't that, want your funeral want... to be happy? <laughs> no, I do. But I want that balance, you know? Totally. Of reflectiveness. But also, some rhythm, some joy. I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I'll go with. I think Mumford and Sons. Nice. Yeah. Good reflective. Vibes. Just a well, well-rounded feel for a funeral. Sorry, guys. Amazing. No. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. This is not endorsed by Mumford and Sons. No, I wish. That'd be amazing. Okay, awesome. So now that we're a bit warmed up, we're just mm-hmm. going to talk for a few minutes a bit about mm. your business that you started. Woo! So I've known Victoria for a couple years and found out a couple years ago that she had started her own business. And I was very impressed oh, because yeah. you're still very young at the start of your career. And I, I thought, still kicking it. I wish I could start a business. So could you just share with yes. us a little bit about, about your business and also what that process was like as you started, gotcha. probably with not a lot of money? Yeah. Totally broke in debt. <laughs> My first credit card didn't last long enough yes. for me. But what I do for my job is I am a graphic designer. I design brand identities for small businesses, mostly local to my region of British Columbia, Lower Mainland. And, and she's very good. Thank you. Yes, I so really love my job. It's really fun to take somebody somebody's business and go okay what does the personality of your business look like totally. and it's so i love that it's a lot of it is me taking me out of the equation and thinking about them yeah right as opposed to like the usual snobby artistry is like right. i just want my style my right. 
my vision there when actually it's a collaboration and it's very empowering to that business to to make them feel truly how they are and attract the customers that they want. So that's what I focus on, very much on the brand identity, which if no one knows what a brand is, it's just like a logo. All the colors, the types you see, how you see them on their Instagram. Right, like catchphrases, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, their website. So that's what I focus on. Mm -hmm. And then as for how I started my business, can I say the name of my business? You can! Yeah. Not trying to, to it. not trying to push my envelope no, here, but we're uh, gonna we'll put a link in the show notes too, so you can see ooh, some of her previous work. Work with me. Yes, you could definitely hire her. I talk like her. this. <laughs> you already know what I sound like. You might as well hire me. Amazing. <laughs> yes, we'll totally promote um, you. <laughs> thank you. So my business is called Young Color, and color with a U. Color with Shout a U. Out to Canada. Canada. And how I started it was from a passion a passion hobby that I have which is art and I was telling Beth about this a lot of businesses that we start on our own and it's our own self-employed business it's usually something we love and with that comes right, you don't want to start with something you hate <laughs> yeah totally yeah. yeah I don't want to start being an electrician maybe later but totally not second now career. Yeah. yeah yeah second second career choice actually a police officer is my Ooh, is my plan B. okay good <laughs> Good to have a plan <laughs> Yeah. Graphic designer doesn't work out. Police. Police. Amazing. Law enforcement. Let's bring it. Amazing. Um, so when I started it, my original intention was to create illustrations. So for magazines, for tattoos, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, because I was very much of a hands-on artist. I had no graphic design skills. I wasn't mm. the designy computer person. Right. How many years ago was this? This is almost six years ago. Okay. Um, and I had nothing in the bank. <laughs> I actually had no job. And so this is where living with your parents' kids really comes in. Talk about a frugalicious tip. Talk about a frugalicious tip. <laughs> Never leave their basement. Stay there. Free rest for that. Yeah. In fact, I even moved back to my parents' basement after I was married. I mean, as long as they're cool with it. And you're yes. cool with it. And it it's, a a healthy, it's a healthy relationship. Good. It's good. And good. so they were really gracious with me in saying, okay, you want to... We totally encourage you to follow this dream of illustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you're just getting small gigs, so you don't need to pay for groceries or rent. But here's a timeline. Like, we want rent. Ooh, that's good. I think they gave me a timeline. Maybe there just was one in my head. But you should put a timeline if you're thinking yes. of this and living in your parents' basement. Yes. Or just timeline. living in an, in an environment where there's grace for you to test out something yeah. without paying a lot of expenses. So yes. that was my life, how I started. Yeah. Well, no, I started in the womb, but my young color life, <laughs> I started there and I had a lot of grace from my parents to pursue this. So I was just turning on short gigs and anytime I did have money that I could pay, I did pay them rent. So okay. I still That's had nice. to Good. just be a nice child. I think actually they still were judging me rent. Maybe. I don't know. I'm forgetting. Whatever it was, they had grace. If I yes. couldn't pay it, obviously sure. they weren't kicking me out. They're like, okay, get, get this stuff together though. So then in the summertime, I got hired by, well, I didn't get hired. I just started getting more jobs from a marketing company for illustration. And I just kept plugging along with that for an entire year. Working at home, I ended up getting a second job at a tea shop. And so that's also really helpful. I think second job. I think I should have done that from the beginning. Mm. <laughs> is have like some oh, some income coming exactly. in. Exactly. And just just remembering that like this income that you are getting from this job that might be boring or customer service, mm-hmm. that is what's allowing you to fuel this other side hustle. Yes. And that 
I should have almost started with, but it was kind of nice having a vacation. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's nice having all that free time Amazing. to just draw. Right? Yeah. So it was a nice season, but I, was, I realized I need to get a job. So I had a second part-time job at a tea shop. I was a tea merchant, which is pretty cool still. Amazing. I mean, go on. Yeah, I love tea. Still better than Walmart, I guess. But hey, if you want Walmart, do it. It's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after doing that, uh, what really boosted my career was actually this connection to a marketing company. And this is where I cannot emphasize enough to get connected with somebody that has influence in the industry that you are wanting to pursue. Yes. Um, and of with working from home and having those kinds of jobs, a lot of them, unless you're an accountant, it's usually like those creative jobs like marketing or art or craft, like woodwork. You're not really a doctor from home unless you've gone through tons of school and training or whatever. Yeah. But so in my particular industry, which is sort of mark, it's, it's close to marketing, but it's more on the design front. I had a great connection with someone that referred me till the cows came home and I still have him to thank for countless shout out to Darian Kovacs you're amazing you're freaking amazing um he believed in me more than I believed in myself a lot of the times and he'd be like you can totally do this job and in my mind I'm like I don't think I can but you know what Darren has a nice smile on his face. He's very encouraging. <laughs> very encouraging. Such a positive, enthusiastic person. Just all around empowering to everyone around him in this community. And mm-hmm. a great influence. So if you can find someone that has that and just reach out and be like, hey, I'm starting this gig. Because those types of people actually want to raise up younger people. Yeah. I think. If you're a good leader, you want to raise up other leaders. Yeah. And so with Darian, it was awesome because I don't even know how we got connected. Maybe I mentioned it to him, but he just took it and ran with it and was hmm. like, here, here's more work from our company, Jelly Marketing. Here's here's more illustrations. Do these things, infographics, even storyboards. Some things Just to give ne- you new skills. Exactly. Some things weren't what I really necessarily wanted to do, but they were still good experience. And it was good experience for me to work with clients and all that stuff. And um, that... I think has helped, especially in my industry where referrals are so strong, kind of like a realtor, mm-hmm. because I haven't used any marketing, which saves me a lot of money now, That ladies. probably does save you a lot of money, <laughs> yes. Saves me lots of money. So I was being very frugal by doing zero advertising, word of mouth, very good. Um, also, for when I started getting to graphic design, this is cool because I actually would had access to free Adobe programs oh, which are so through expensive. a company that I was working with. Yeah. And so they were like, Hey, here you go. You can just use ours because we have an extra computer um, license. So I was able to awesome. learn myself and how I learned was on Google, YouTube, yeah. all free stuff. Yes. If you have passion, you got the fire, you can learn how to do these things. Yes. And YouTube on your is own always free. there for you. <laughs> and it's always free. Always Except free. Except for YouTube premium. Charts. Yes. Making it harder for us, but still. Really awesome. So many free resources. So how I learned was not not through school, getting into debt, was actually making money while I learned using free programs with free referrals from people that believed in me. And awesome. just, you know, I just reached out and I just put myself out there. And as soon as they knew, boom, referrals. And so that was crazy how I could keep all my expenses so low mm-hmm. while working from home, all that stuff. Um, so and then also working a side job came to a point I think about three no it was about two years two years in that um I kind of was I was offered either a full-time position at this job 
doing a bit of illustration and graphic design, but more as a personal assistant, or I could leave that and pursue Young Color full time. And that was the moment that I felt, yeah, this is, this right is the time. time. Yeah. And I went full time. Amazing. And it was really hard. <laughs> it was almost like I had to die to it again. You know, I was back in the trenches because yeah. there's this big hump you have to get over because now you don't have this revenue stream that was always dependable yep. you could always count on it is oh I actually gotta make this happen right and if you don't work you don't get paid yeah and if you work from home you need a lot of a lot of self-motivation and that was a huge character burner for me oh my goodness um and uh yeah so I pursued it full time and this is funny because <laughs> this is I don't know if this is frugal or just wisdom but man it sure helps to be married and have shared finances it does <laughs> that's a good frugal that, tip yes yeah. this is a good frugal tip get hitched and then pursue your dreams <laughs> just kidding but it's funny because a lot of people you know preach that message of oh you know your life doesn't start until you find someone you love that's and it's true. like no it's not true my life is starting now but there's no doubt that my life got way better. <laughs> you got married, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, and it's still going to be great when you're single. But for me, it was almost like because the parent, parenting element of grace is removed, hmm. I needed extra resources. I needed, <laughs> I needed additional income that I wasn't working for. Yes. And that was my husband. <laughs> and it was... Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> way to go. Yeah. We, we, we pretend that I'm the breadwinner, but we share it. We share responsibilities. Yes. That's um, good. So, yeah, being married to Mike was awesome because all I had, he was bringing in income that was consistent. Yeah. And so when I was going through droughts, mm. I could still be okay. I was still like, okay, I'm still pursuing. I wasn't, I was still not chasing after clients, but I would just work on, okay, work on my website, work on my proposals, my internal documents, how sure. the whole customer experience is. Just try to refine and get that all cleaned up. Mm -hmm. And then... Right when it was like, okay, I might have to do something else. Boom, all this work came in. So mm. there was just a lot of, the referrals were such key mm. and free. Like advertising wise, yeah. it's just incredible how much people spend on it. Yeah. But how much you don't need to spend on it if you are connected. able to work locally. Yeah, yeah, and get connected. And they say that for a graphic designer and probably a lot of other creative jobs that if you quit, if you stop for maybe like five months, six months, you have to start from ground up because yeah. now no one knows you as the right. graphic designer and they've all got other people. Because so, there's so many graphic yeah, designers. And yeah, and you kind of have your retainer of clients, yes. right? And so if you stop working, you need to you need to point them to somewhere yes. and they're going to work with them. And it's really cool. But it is something to keep in mind with mm -hmm. me working by myself. Um, I do work. Mike now helps me with the company too, with the finance side. Thank goodness because my <laughs> mind is not wired for that. Yeah. Um, and helping me keep that bottom line nice and low, which is also helpful if you have a friend yes. or some smart aleck yes. that in your family that can help you with just finances and just make sure, hey, your expenses are out of line here. Right. Like this is out of whack. You got to cut down stuff. You need to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. You need to borrow equipment. And I still borrow equipment to this day. Okay. For like product photography and um, yeah, usually just photography and sometimes um, lighting equipment and all that stuff. If I'm doing things, I'll just borrow. My brother has this amazing camera. He uses it maybe 15% of his life. I don't know. That's awesome. Like he doesn't use it very often. So I know I can go, hey, can I borrow your camera? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Saves perfect. You I don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. On these lenses, yeah, they're amazing. So just finding those connections of people that 
believe in you and to trust you with their expensive gear. Yes. It's amazing. That's great. Um, and I still work from home now. Okay. I moved out of the parents. I am in my own home. Good. But uh, it's still a huge cost saver. Yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of costs, let's talk a little bit about your like startup costs. So you mentioned some things you mm. were learning with borrowed programs mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But when you actually decided to like leave your job and start working at home, yeah. you have a lot of startup costs. Mm, that's yeah I did actually <laughs> I had to buy a new computer because I was just using the computer with the company oh yeah big expense um, mm-hmm. yeah big expense but again that was also really helpful because I didn't have the money to buy a computer but I knew someone that said hey I'll buy it for you and you can pay me out in monthly increments sort of like financing okay but through, but a, through friend. a friend okay. ah, awesome. which is actually a really smart idea if if you are a reliable person with monthly payments and you have someone that trusts you and has more resources than you Hmm. and they just have savings kicking around and you could even just to just to butter them up a little bit be like i'll pay like a one percent interest or something so Hmm. you're getting a small return sure who knows you know it's just helpful and you can totally finance things through your parents through your friends Mm -hmm. and that was really or borrow yeah so i did that and then when it came to the programs those are just monthly payments So I did have to, my bottom line definitely increased and that was where there was a bit of a drought because I wasn't, I was making enough to pay off all my expenses, Mm. but the profits were just very small. And so the mission was let's focus on just really optimizing our customer experience and just improving the way that I do things with my customers so that they will refer me more. And that really paid off. Like Mm. I don't, yeah, but I think it was that. <laughs> yeah. Just really focusing on our process and making it a, such a seamless start to finish mm. thing and where it's so organized and there's timelines and everyone's on the same page and the clients are involved. Like all those things mean so much to them. Mm-hmm. And really just doing everything with integrity and not trying to cut corners, trying to mass produce stuff. I just focus, no, I'm doing the quality and right. I'm not going to overcharge yeah. because I know where my experience is. And that's also another thing is that graphic designers, they usually are paid by their experience of years. Yes. So if you're at a five-year mark, you're usually making about this much. You charge this much an hour. Right. And that's just been my whole thing this whole mm. time. I've never, I've had a few times where I'm like tempted to just be greedy. I'm like, I could charge them anything. Like, I know these $5, people have the money. Yeah, I know these people have the money to pay me more. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that because I have integrity in what I do and I want to be quality. Mm. And I also just feel sick in my stomach, the thought of ripping someone off. Because I know I love a good deal, yes. but I don't undercharge. Yes. So That's there's good. that sweet balance, and Mike keeps like helping me adjust that. As That's I go good. along and I get more experience, he's like, okay, we need to raise this. Yeah. And Which we'll, is probably a hard thing to know how much you should charge people, because yeah, it's very subjective. Yeah, yeah. And what's really cool, though, about this, and you know, don't do this out of greediness. Do this because you deserve it. Mm. <laughs> And you're at this stage where you can charge more and don't underpay yourself. But so many designers, because when I was researching about raising my rate, what does that look like? So many people were just, you know, it's all anecdotal, but they're all saying, when I raised my rate, I actually got more customers and better customers Mm. because people saw that I valued my work. And that was so helpful. And okay. so now I feel so confident in what I charge. Whereas a few years ago, I'd be just terrified. I'm like, mm. I can't believe I charge. No, no, no. Just 10 bucks. It's right. fine. <laughs> I'll do it for free. Oh, I'll just do it. Oh, 
really don't want to hurt their feelings by charging them so much. Yeah. Like, caring so much about giving people a deal mm. because I love deals. Yes. But realizing I wasn't valuing my work and mm. people want to hire people that value their work. Mm. You know, even yeah. if it's a blue circle that they paid $1,000 for sure. just a blue circle logo. Yeah. And it's like, but that has value. Yeah. Because there's a whole thought process behind it. It's not worthless because of you know if it looks so simple or whatever yeah so that was really cool and I did see the results of that completely when I raised my rates boom amazing yeah that's great it's good cool okay well I have two more questions for you and one of them is in working from home this is like less of a financial question Mm. but more like a personal question of in working from home how do you stay self-motivated? Like, it must be really challenging. Mm. Like, when you go to a job, there's a lot of external motivation because you're getting a paycheck regularly. But also, you have someone kind of checking in with you, seeing what you're doing. (laughs) There's structure. You work this many hours a week. And so Mm. how does that work for you, working at home, being your own boss? Oh, yeah. That is a great question. Oh, my goodness. Which, from my experience looking from the outside in, uh, I worked with Victoria a couple years ago. So she doesn't do this anymore. Tell me how the but, experience was. Um, it was a great experience. So Yelp I, review. Right I started now. Yelp review. I started a very small candle making business, and I mm. asked Victoria if she would make my logo for me. Now, to reiterate, she doesn't do this anymore. But I was <laughs> yes, like, I have please, no money, but you do such amazing work. Could we do a good <laughs> trade? And so. Yeah, I paid her in candles, and it was awesome. And she made a candles. great, amazing. She made a great logo for me that I love, and it was really helpful. But in working with her, she was so responsive, got back really quickly, and you stuck to really good timelines and deadlines. Mm. And so, yeah, I just want to know more about how you organize yourself and what you've learned. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I've had to invest in a few apps that really help me stay on track. Okay, what do you use? I use Team Gantt for okay. scheduling okay. and estimating hours. And so I, I look at that baby every single day yes. and go, okay, what are my right, deadlines? Right, because you charge by the hour. Yeah, well, like Sometimes. I do a lot of packages, but yeah, mm-hmm. for different clients, retainer clients, yes. I'll do by the hour. And so, cool. yeah, I estimate hours and just have all these timelines laid out so I can know. And I know that this is very important because a lot of complaints that I've read online about other graphic designers mm. is that they do, they're late, they're procrastinating, mm-hmm. they never arrive on time on a deadline. And so I am tense with my deadlines yes. like I will I will spend all night if I have to to meet that deadline yeah but I don't because I have team Gantt amazing so I do everything in complete peace yes. <laughs> most of the time maybe like 75% of the time it's peaceful because I know where I'm at and I know where the schedule is yeah where the deadline is so I'm mm. prepared and um, it's very different than studying for midterms you know it's <laughs> yes you can't cram yeah. everything no you yeah. can't you know yeah. you really can't and um yeah, so I used to get, what else? Wait, sorry, I'm trying to think of the question again. Oh, working from home. Yeah. Gotcha, motivation. So that's actually been the hardest part of working for myself at home is actually the self-motivation. I think is the biggest challenge, and I still face it today because there are days where it's there's a gap, it's slower, and just trying to figure out, okay, what is a distraction and what actually is refreshing me or what is actually a good break mm. for me. And so I have been going on walks mm. most mornings. I'll go on a walk before I work just so that I have that quiet space yeah. of like, I had a really nice morning. Yes. <laughs> I have no excuses. <laughs> yeah. I'll get to work. Yeah. Um, and then also little things like I'll have a lunch alarm because that's another thing for some people and me sometimes is that I work too much 
Hmm. And I don't actually have boundaries for myself. Right, you forget about eating. When to end. Yeah. yeah, so I have a lunch alarm every single day. Um, ooh, I really have to go out of my way <laughs> to be around other people because mm-hmm. people are very helpful. Even just having them in the room keeps me that much more accountable to not being distracted. Right. Um, not going to the phone. It's insane that I didn't have a smartphone when I started. And it's just crazy because I remember I would just sit there and look at the wall. Right. No <laughs> distractions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was distracted by the wall. Sure. <laughs> but I would be staring at it. And now it's like, okay, what am I going to do? I'll look at my phone. So I have these uh, limits on my apps now. So I'm like limited to one hour of social media a day, um, two hours of entertainment, these types of things. It kind of changes. And sometimes you don't even use it. And sometimes you are totally limited out and just trying to discipline yourself of like, mm. this is not... And also even having those periods where you go, for me, this is what's helpful for me, is that I do not go on any social media before 9 a.m. Sometimes I break it, but <laughs> I try. Nothing till 9 a.m., but even then, 9 a.m. is when I start work. Mm. So I'm not going to go on it till lunchtime. Yeah. But I might have a break in there. Sure. But just really being aware of how much time I'm spending and having those time tracking apps, time tracking app of tracking your time spent on apps yes. is very helpful because you get too much self-awareness and yeah. you're shocked. Yeah. Whoa, I spent that many, that much time on YouTube or right. or whatnot or Snapchat and just realizing, okay, this is good. I need to almost see it because I think the lines are very blurred for all of us. Mm. And even people that work in offices with people are oh, yeah. on their phones. It's true. It's yeah. crazy. So I have like the tempta- temptator on my on my keyboard, just <laughs> lurching over, yes. ready to... Waiting. T- yeah, waiting. Any second. Any second, I could pick up my phone. No one would know. Yeah. Right? But there's this funny thing when other people are there. You're like, you know what? I'll look pretty lazy if I'm on my phone, won't I? <laughs> yeah. I, be- I won't. And it's good. I mean, maybe that's a weird performance thing, but it's good. Because yeah. at least I'm getting work done. Totally. So I go out of my way to be around other people because as much as even I... Who, I'm actually an introvert, which just means you recharge by yourself. Yes. Doesn't mean, oh, I love working from home by myself. This right. is the best. You need a break sometimes. No, from no being with human yourself. thrives in complete isolation. If yeah. you do, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you are really weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You spend too much time by yourself. So that's okay. helped me be healthy mentally. Okay. And that's a very important piece because that's probably the biggest piece that I would battle. It's just mental health of being by myself every day all alone 40 hours a week right right and just needing to to reach out and go hey my friend works from home too or my friend is work is has her day off today but I can work in her in her kitchen sure I could go to a coffee shop just Mm -hmm. to be around people Mm -hmm. the other day there were people putting on the neighbor's roof I opened up the windows just to listen to their foul language (laughs) talking (laughs) and just cussing up a storm around rowdy just growly men and I was like (laughs) for some reason my day just got 10 times better right because there's people so okay that that's been helpful (laughs) totally so having people around and having a lot of self-discipline are keys for you Mm -hmm. okay last question my question Mm -hmm. is about your outside of work hours and um Mm -hmm. big reveal happening right now this Victoria is the same person who wrote our theme song so surprise Victoria by day Atoria by yes, night. Yes, yes, yes. She is our amazing. Get out of debt. <laughs> it's where the money's at. So this is um yeah this is the person that we hired to do our music which we love. We'll do the budget dance um, later. We do the budget dance later. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so tell us a little bit about how things like that outside of work, how that affects your daily mm. life and your yeah. creativity. Yeah. So for doing design, graphic design came out of a passion for art and drawing. And so there was kind of like the severing <laughs> process of separating my personal love for art and, and the business work side of art and mm-hmm. realizing this is for someone else. This isn't my my therapy. I'm not going to put my therapy in their logo. I'm going to cut that off line. But that has made it hard for me to enjoy art personally. Mm. Again, because I'm just fueling it for work. So music has been this awesome therapeutic place for me to express myself. There is no deadlines. It's all my own timelines. There's no clients or labels demanding me to put something out there. Right. It's you all do whatever me. you want. I do whatever I freaking want. And it's so freaking fun. <laughs> and I love it. And it's such a good contrast to what I do in the daytime. And mm. it's, it's also part of that whole mental health thing where I just needed, I need to shift gears mm. after work yeah. and not stay on my computer. Right. And sometimes it is hard for me to look at my computer screen, even though I'm mixing music. Yeah. Because it's a familiar place of this is associated this with is work. the workplace, yeah. But I do most of my songwriting as I can on the piano and outside in the fields, just recording voice memos and on my apps and stuff. Mm-hmm. So doing that... fun videos around trees with your brother. <laughs> my YouTube channel. Yes, check out her YouTube <laughs> yes, channel. Yes, subscribe. We'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> yes, yes. So good, so good. My really weird YouTube channel. It's awesome. And those those things have been such fun outlets for me to mm. just totally be myself. And the thing, I love my job young color, but obviously I can't go in there like screaming and like singing them jingles and stuff. Not. Like I gotta be a little professional. Yes. Which is funny because I think of my clients finding out about Adoria <laughs> <laughs> and finding my YouTube channel and oh seeing gosh. me with like green eyeshadow over my face and Yoda ears yes. rapping about how I hate Halloween. Like that is just a weird thought to think of finding it. But I'm not ashamed. If yes. they find it, I'll be like it's no problem. Voila. Yes. You just found another side of me. Yes. And it's part of the whole package. Right. But uh yeah, it's definitely <laughs> quite the contrast and it is super fun and I really encourage people if you have mm. a job that was born out of passion, find mm. another passion. Mm that you can just enjoy on the side and it's not about making money it's not about paying the rent it's just a passion project and that is truly what it is for me and Mm. like my thing with music is that from the very beginning was that if one person were to be impacted or inspired by my music that that is the same value as a million people Mm. hearing it and so not being just like not putting that number kind of like business development thing Hmm. on a passion because I don't I already have that yeah (laughs) on the design front I don't need that on the music front and and the music dream is definitely it's it's closer to my heart than even visual art Hmm. since I was young so it's it's definitely the the real meat totally in my dream palace yes the steak on the table that I just get to bite into every Every now and then. Your dream palette. And the, the graphic design is more like the salad, the kale salad. A little lighter. Right. It's not. It's good for you, but yeah, you can't I'm not, eat kale salad all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not drooling, drooling for it. Right. <laughs> so. Totally. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Yeah. And um, so all fun. of the links will be in the show notes for so the things good. that she mentioned. And, of course, every time you hear our theme song, you can think of, think of Victoria. Me. With her Yoda ears. Think of me and pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) Think of me at home. Awesome. Thanks so much. Bye. 
awesome. I love hearing all those ideas and all the, the wisdom Victoria has to share. Yes. And um, I love that she just is a part of Frugalicious yes. every single episode. Every episode. Because of her brilliant and beautiful musical skills. So yes. We love you, Victoria and Atoria. <laughs> All right, so now that we've heard from Victoria, we want to hear from you guys. Do you have any experience starting a business? Do you have any frugalicious tips for how to start a business from the ground up? Do you have any helpful wisdom to share with us from your own business endeavors? We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have any questions for Victoria, you can send those in and we'll make sure to ask her. So you can get in touch with us on social media at Pod, Facebook and Instagram. And you can also email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com. All right. It's that time of the show. Do it or don't. Do it or don't. Up to you. Well, since we had Victoria as a guest on this show, we wanted to get her input for this. So we asked her for a do it or don't tip. So let's listen in and see what she had to say. Well, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Um, <laughs> last thing is another tradition on the podcast is we, we do a do it or don't tip every week. Something that the listeners could try or not. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Something that we've learned um, related to frugality or not. Mm-hmm. And something that you could share with the listeners from your experience of starting a business. I would say my do it or don't tip would be have the humility when you're starting out to reach out Mm. to those big dogs. You see them as big dogs. They're really kind puppies and they want to raise you up. I think people working at home too. Exactly. Dying to connect with people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just dying to raise up younger people and Mm. leave a legacy. So reach Reach out to those people. Don't have pride of like, oh, I don't have a portfolio together. It does even matter. Just send out emails, maybe to 10 different people, yeah. and maybe only one reaches back. Yeah. But that could be the game changer for yeah. your entire career. So don't underestimate the power of reaching out to someone in influence and humbling yourself with yeah. your crappy portfolio because I sure did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had nothing. I just had weird abstract paintings from grade 12 that no one would want to hang in their house because they terrify you they're just too moody and emotional like why why would someone with a business mind reach out but they did and they saw potential so awesome connect connection connection bomb awesome thanks for joining us this is the last part in our side hustle series we'll be back soon with some more awesome content for you on how to continue to live a frugally fabulous life. We hope you enjoyed this series. As always, be frugal, be fabulous, and let's talk soon. Bye! Don't buy into the FOMO, we spend money like slow-mo, but we ain't broke, no, cause every penny makes sense, can I get an amen? Amen! Get out of debt, it's where the money's at, and where the money's at, we do the budget dance! Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Frugalicious. Our music is by the fabulous Atoria. And special thanks to Atoria, a.k.a. Victoria, for sharing all her business wisdom with us. And of course, a special thanks to both of our parents for teaching us the value of hard work. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. Please subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date. You can rate us, review us, let us know what you think, and help other people find our podcast. We're on social media at Pod, and you can email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com. Let's make the world a more frugalicious place. Yeah, 
so I have a lunch alarm every single day. Wait, what time is it? It might go off right now. Oh boy, it is, uh, this clock's fast. It's oh. 11.37. Oh, that'd be funny if it goes off. Yeah. We're definitely over the 20 minute time well, That's okay. Oops. It's okay. We can edit this out. Yeah, good, good. Edit it down. Yeah. Um, you edit this whole out. The whole thing. We're gonna edit, edit everything it all, out. Just, just edit it We're down. gonna make you be singing a Rihanna song by the end of it. We'll just put a auto-tune on it, mash up the words. Amazing. Edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Propaganda speech of some sort. Um, blah, 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 a lunch alarm every day. Thank you. Lord help me. <laughs> help me to say what you want me to say. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. We can edit it, make you sound really good. Ooh.